All right. Dobry večer, everyone from Prague. Dobry den, if you're in North America. That's good evening from Prague. Good day to you in North America. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. If you're actually watching this latest blockbuster live episode of Eastern Approaches, which is also being recorded. Um, this is a big one. This is an exciting one. This is a, a, a never before in the history of the world has this happened. I'm glad you're here for it. I'm Ben Curtis. You can find me as always at benjamincurtis.me and the mastermind behind this uh, Radio City Music Spectacular is. Hello folks, Andrew Vallone here. Thanks for tuning in. This is our first live podcast. And I just figured, you know, we, we should do pub trivia because why not? I mean, you know, I mean, that's something fun to do. And so I figured we, between Ben and I, if you've listened at all to the episodes, we have a lot of information, a lot of minutia, a lot of, and probably a lot of stuff that we haven't gotten out that we want to say like, dude, like you probably don't know this, but like. And, and let's be honest, a lot of just pure unadulterated genius that we need to share. Oh yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this was actually the last week I've been putting this together has been a lot of fun. So I know there's a 20 second delay with Facebook. Uh, so we're going to do something like we'll, we'll go through three questions before we get to the answer. So if you, if you want to keep score and keep score honestly without go trying to Google all the answers, uh, you're more than welcome to. Um, if you're watching this live or if you happen to watch this on, uh, you know, some other time on, uh, on replay because it'll, it'll be living on Guide Collective and Eastern Approaches um, Facebook pages. Um, and you keep score and you give us an honest score, send, send us in your honest score at the end of it. And, uh, you know, we'll give shout outs to the best scores on our future podcasts. And perhaps, you know, something like, I don't know, like no trip to the gulag or I don't know. We haven't figured it out yet, you know, but th there could be prizes. No promises though. There could be, you might have to imagine them, but, but there could be. And I was just going to add that. Um, so in addition to the, fascinating brain tingling trivia questions related to Central and Eastern Europe we'll be asking. We'll also be dropping in some kind of fun facts uh, just about, you know, uh, food, drink, you know, as if we were really all sitting together in a pub somewhere and doing pub trivia. Exactly. And so since we've, since we've got to that, we're going to go, I'm going to introduce what I'm drinking right now. This nice. is Crazy Duck Brewery. It's a small brewery here in Slovenia. I've got a milk and vanilla stout that I'm drinking. It must be new because I checked their website and they don't even have any information on it yet. Mm. And it, and it, it's good. It's it's a it's a it's a solid. Now this is one of these um, uh, smaller breweries in Slovenia, which like everywhere has been last five to seven years had the total um craft beer explosion everywhere um and i'll go through a few other beers as well um tonight whether i drink them or not is another thing because i we kind of want to get through the episode here like <laughs> without it without becoming too much of an uh embarrassment um <laughs> so i think i'm gonna i'm gonna start up the the trivia so if those you watching at home or ben We'll start out here. You ready? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm going to, uh, for the most part, there, there won't necessarily be a correlation between things, but I have three sports related questions. And I know Ben, he's like, he's, you know, who watches more sports in the world than Ben? I'm, I'm a sure. total bro. Yeah, dude. If I had a, you know, wait, if I wear my baseball cap, I can put it on backwards. Yes, exactly. Uh, so we, I figure, you know, maybe these, maybe these will be the hardest ones uh, out first. Okay. So, and these ones are multiple choice. Most of the ones I have multiple choice, I have a few true and false, and I have a few kind of like match this with this list kind of thing. So, uh, so what blank carrying sport, like fill in the blank carrying sport, did Estonia win for 11 consecutive years? And yes, you heard me right, 11 consecutive years. So Yankees, Bulls, New England Cheatriots, you've got nothing on Estonia because they won this 11 consecutive years. So is this the boulder carrying sport, the wife carrying sport, the pumpkin carrying sport, or the sheep carrying sport? A is boulder, B is wife, C is pumpkin, D is sheep. I mean, I mean, one of those must be obviously the answer there. Pamela Anderson 
No Pamela Anderson jokes a la Borat. Uh, she was not involved. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. So um, we'll go to the next sports question. And when I'm when I'm talking countries, I'm obviously just talking the countries, let's say, that we talk about in Central and Eastern Europe. Which of these countries has the largest collection of Olympic medals that is not named the Soviet Union? Is this A, Romania, B, Hungary, C, Greece, or D, Croatia? So country with the largest collection of Olympic medals, this is winter and summer combined, but not the Soviet Union because one, it's defunct and two, it kind of had an advantage because it took up like half the fricking planet. Uh, so A, Romania, B, Hungary, C, Greece, D, Croatia. And hmm. last but not least, I think actually I might I might bring out a name that a lot of us I think Ben at least in our age group and and older will recognize Nadia Comaneci. She was the first gymnast to be awarded a perfect score of 10.0, and to be honest, I I, I don't know if that's happened since, uh, but she got 10.0 at the Olympic Games. Which country does she hail from? Is she from A Albania, B Estonia? C, Romania, or D, Belarus? So when I, when I put this question together, it's like, ah, oh, Nadia Comaneci, because that's kind of how, that's how it reads, how it looks, but it's Comaneci, so whatever. Obviously, my Romanian, a little rusty. So those, those are my three sports-related qu questions. I tried to, like, go for some obscure, bizarre ones and some less obscure, bizarre ones. Ben, so you, then, got any, you got any thoughts, Ben? Oh, I do. But should, so do we, um, are we going to then just do the answers right now? Or are we going to do a few more questions then do the answers? Well, I think three questions, because otherwise we might start forgetting like which, which answers are going to which questions. That makes sense. Yeah. Three, well, three, I definitely... three, three and three. And plus, I think with the 20 second delay, everyone's got some time to actually yeah. scribe what I have down and, and pick one of these. Well, I definitely remember growing up the, um, like announcers on the sports announcers on the Olympics, always mispronouncing her surname Komenich, uh, or whatever. They, I think they said Komenich. So that's that's what I had in my head too. Though I'm sure the Romanian pronunciation, the correct pronunciation, ain't quite that. Um, okay, so do you want? Should I tell you what I think uh, the answer yeah, to number one uh, is? Of course, yes, exactly. I was gonna guess that the the sport in Estonia is boulder carrying. <laughs> you would know. you would think because the stuff i don't even know are estonians all big i'll tell you what this is one of those ones when i read the when i read the answer you're like what well, couldn't be that yes it's wife carrying really Whoa. and and there's a correlation here because i was reading you know i do my homework estonia has for every 100 women there's 84 men and that's the biggest discrepancy in the in the whole world Hmm. So that's obvious. It's like, it's obvious why they have this wife. It's like, you, like, you got to carry your weight. Like you got to like, really like show, show the women what you're made of. And obviously uh -huh. like go for the gold and win 11 consecutive years in a row. If you want to find a wife, because uh, a lot more women than men. I would love to know what the runner up country was. Who's like the second <laughs> best country in the world of wife carrying. And they're way, way, way. In the, in the, in the I, I think, I think it's, I think if I think I mean, of course, let's say let's face it, this probably is not all of Europe, but I'm guessing I'm guessing Finland's involved because they're nearby. Mm. And, I, and I wouldn't be shocked if Russia's involved, too. So, okay. so so correct answer on that is B, wife. The, the I mean, Finland, Estonian, Russia, the, the traditional powers and wife carrying. <laughs> yeah, nice. OK. Hmm. Uh, and then so number two is the largest collection of metals mm -hmm. and none of the countries you listed were the ones I would have guessed from this region. Um, Cause I would have guessed, I always remember growing up like, you know, East Germany, which obviously mm -hmm. is not an option or Czechoslovakia. Um, like, you know, having all these incredible, highly doped up athletes, but those were not options. So I'm going to guess Hungary. You are correct, sir. All right. Madurosag. <laughs> Very nice. All right. And the correct answer here is B hungry. So, yeah, because like, well, if you think about it, Croatia has only existed as an independent country for, you know, 29, 30 years. Mm -hmm. So that would be tough. That would be tough for them. Now, Romania is the largest of these countries and for sure has to have the biggest population. Uh, and I'm sorry, I don't have the count in front of me. But um, Hungary is actually, 
is is the leader here and i'm guessing some of those have to be like water polo because i know like hungary along with like all the former yugoslav countries are really into water polo so i'm guessing like some weightlifting wrestling water polo but to be honest i don't know because growing up i would just probably tune out a lot of these sports on tv they're the ones that they're really good at let's say yeah yeah i mean yeah certainly swimming a lot of great hungarian swimmers but um I mean, I don't think of the Hungarians as being good in the in the Winter Olympics, but I guess they've they've done it well enough that they they um, win the prize. Okay, number three, I, this one I know the right answer. In fact, I gave the answer away when I was telling earlier because Nadia Comaneci is Romanian. Yes, yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. We probably we probably gave that away, but I think yeah. this is the most obvious. So answer is C, uh, um, Romania, because well. Let's say back in, I think this was 76. Yeah, Belarus was still mm. part of the Soviet Union. Estonia was part of the Soviet Union. Uh, in Albania, I'm not sure. Like, were they attending Olympic Games? I have no idea. So that's, that's uh, I'm, I'm curious. But yes, Nania Komenica, so yes, Romania. So hey, buddy, all right. Well, two out of three, that's that's pretty good because I, I have a feeling I'm going to do worse than, than you are with your questions. So. Some of my questions are pretty, I don't know, they're, they're pretty abstruse, but we'll see how we go. Um, okay, well, before, what am I drinking? Yeah, what am I drinking? So um, I, you know, I'm in Prague, so I ought to be having a nice beer, right? Because the Czechs drink the most beer of any country in the world per capita. However, I'm not really a beer drinker. Instead, I'm drinking, I don't know if you can see it, this it's called kofola um what is this well this is basically communist coca-cola communist coca-cola because the story behind kofola is this that in until the like late 60s and 70s in czechoslovakia as it then was you couldn't get pepsi or coke so they had to invent their own and in 1960 they invented in a lab actually this this like cola basically um, and it's it's kind of a cola, but it's not really the same um, as Coke or Pepsi. It doesn't taste like them. Um, is it like is it sweet sweeter or less sweet? It is. It's a less sweet actually. In fact, it, it has like quite a bit less sugar than Coke, and it has this minerally thing, or not mineral, but like herbs and herbs and fruity sort of. Hmm on the palate, I guess you could say, like they say that there's apple and cherry and currant sort of stuff in there. Um, so it has less sugar and has quite a bit more caffeine. And even though um, eventually they could get Pepsi and Coke here, and once obviously communism fell, in came Coke and Pepsi with their enormous marketing budgets, right? And you know, start buying up all these soft drinks. But Kofola was popular enough that it's still popular and you can still get it anywhere and and a lot of people here might actually choose this over coke so there you go so i'll have another sip of kofola all right cool i huh. i'm i'm for sure did not have that when i was when i was in in prague although it's been a while but what i recall at least like my first time in prague 20 years ago it was just it was cheaper to buy a a, a pint of of Czech beer mm. than it would be to for me to buy not one of those, but a Coke or a Pepsi or a Sprite or whatever. Mm -hmm. Totally, yeah. And actually, beer, depending on where you are, is still cheaper than mineral water in some places. So, yeah. As, so, you know, as it should be. As it should be, yeah. But so if, you, if anybody ever comes to Prague or the Czech Republic, try some Kofola and see what you think. Okay. So um, three questions from me now. Uh, question number one. Name the capital cities that the Danube River flows through. I'm not going to give you any choices. Oh, okay. Just you just got to think. The capital cities the Danube flows through. And now, what's the? Uh, there's like the old Jeopardy music, right? Da, na, 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 na. Isn't that Jeopardy? I don't know. But so you can think about that. Anybody who's who's actually listening, playing along. Um, Question number two is probably really hard. I don't know. You tell me. That's good because um, the first one was so was so easy. So I was hoping yeah, you'd exactly. like up, up your game there, yeah. buddy. Um, okay. Question number two. The mighty handful of Russian composers did not include whom? And I'll give you some choices. So this is the – Thank these, God. These are, some, these are some great Russian composers of a certain time period, and they're known as the mighty handful. But the mighty handful did not include whom? Here are your choices. Baradin, 
A, B, Tchaikovsky, C, Mussorgsky, D, Balakirev, and E, Rimsky-Karsakov. So the mighty handful of Russian composers did not include A, Boradin, B, Tchaikovsky, C, Mussorgsky, D, Balakirev, or E, Rimsky-Karsakov. This is exactly the kind of question I'd expect from you, which is why why I said, you know, uh, I got I got a little shot of uh, of uh, be, beating you, I think, in this. There you go. Okay. Um, okay. Here's an easier one. Question number three for me is easier. You got a fifty percent chance of getting it right. True or false? There's a Slavic people called the Sorbs. True or the, false? The Sorbs. Sorbs. Yes. Sorbs. Okay. Sorbs. Uh, true or false? Okay. The Sorbs. Well, okay. Interesting. Okay. Um, okay. Now, get, get, you know, I'm going to ask on behalf of everyone who probably isn't commenting, but still sitting at home going, well, now, how many, how many capital cities is it at least, at least give us uh, the number of capital cities? So, yeah. you know, if I'm under, then I could at least guess that, you know, like throw in some extra whatever. That's fair. That's fair. There are four. There are four. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, you can, you right. can reason it out here too, if you want to. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, there's, oh, okay. So I got to go with what I know first, Budapest and Vienna. Good. Yeah. Then the other two that, uh, oh, sorry. And then, and, and Belgrade, uh, Belgrade. Good. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That one, yes. So I'm really left for in my head. I'm left with two choices. I'm uh, I'm either left with Bratislava or Prague, um, and, and neither one could be correct. And I know Bratislava is only in, is not so far from Vienna, but I don't know how the river bends. And I know you've got the Charles Bridge and all that stuff. And I don't know. I don't really think of that as the Danube. So and I'm thinking eastwards. I'm I don't think I'm missing anything because it's. Sophia and Bucharest, and I don't think those ones are there. So I don't know. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out. If I had a coin, I'd just flip a coin. But uh, I'll, I'll say, I think I'm incorrect, but I'm gonna still say Prague. Damn you! You almost had it. Prague is Bratislava. Yeah, it's Bratislava. Ah, oh, shoot. Yeah. shoot, shoot, shoot. Um, but okay. you did well, though. I mean, that was good reasoning. So yeah, Vienna, and then next Bratislava, then Budapest, and then it flows down to Belgrade. So. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's a, that's that's a, that's a good one. But if you didn't tell me four, then I might be like, well, gosh, maybe three is it, or maybe it's yeah. like there's maybe it's Prague and Bratislava and some other country I've forgotten about. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Does does the Danube flow through Azerbaijan? Um, <laughs> okay. So the next question: the mighty handful of Russian composers did not include whom? Uh, mighty, do you have a guess? Um, okay, so I don't, uh, to be honest, I don't know who the mighty handful is. Yeah. I mean, obviously, <laughs> if I knew who the mighty handful was, then I would know uh -huh. the answer. But like, I'm not even familiar with that. So, and and I didn't write down names. I just wrote down, I just wrote down letters that could be possibilities. So when in doubt, always just, I, I just think like, what is the least kind of whatever country we're talking about? What is the least name, like least sounding name of that country? And hmm. and whoever A was sounded like that. So so who was A? Okay, Baradin. Baradin. Um, yeah. So like you know when I'm thinking Russian names, it's like that's not like rolling off my brain okay. or tongue. Do you can you look over at uh, Facebook and see if anybody if anybody's listening and tried to respond to this one? See if there's anybody out let, there. Who let actually... me see. Yep. 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 Hold on one second here. We got some comments. Got some comments, and I think I saw. Wait a sec, hold on. Someone had uh, uh, Nina. She has Tchaikovsky down, which, 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 which is like sound. Oh, that's it. Oh, Nina. Yeah, well done. The answer is Tchaikovsky. I don't know, Nina. I don't know if you uh, if you googled that one, but if you just knew that one, I'm you totally win some kind of prize, and not just the satisfaction of having gotten that that answer correct. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yes. So people who've never heard of the Mighty Handful, that was this group of kind of nationalist composers in, based in Petersburg, Moscow, uh, in the last few decades of the 19th century. And Balakirev was sort of the, 
the guru of these guys. Um, and they're all, you know, major composers, really. But Tchaikovsky was roughly a contemporary, but he was not part of that group, even though he, he did he did uh, interact with Balakirov. He wasn't um, he wasn't one of this this kind of group. So. Um, okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah. My my brain was thinking, one, like I don't know anyone, and I thought, well, the, the 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 way to trick everyone is to have the most famous composer in there because he, but he's not part of the group, even though he's the most famous. But I just went with like that name just doesn't ring doesn't ring ring such a bell. So whatever. Hmm. Okay, this next one here, mm -hmm. I gotta say, if if it's if it if it's true for sure, I've never heard of them. So I'm gonna have to go with false. Oh, damn you. The answer is true. It is true. There are the sorbs. So the sorbs, yeah, I was, my next question then was going to be, and where are they? Well, yeah, so there is a Slavic people called the sorbs, and they, there's, there's not many of them. There's maybe fewer than 80,000 left today. So they're a pretty small group, and they're kind of in eastern Germany, a little tiny bit in Poland and a little tiny bit in the Czech Republic, and their language is like sort of halfway between Czech and Polish. So the Sorbs are this one Western Slavic people who hardly anybody knows about today. Wow, now, and what is that, S-O, is it S-O-R-B? Yeah, S-O-R-B, yeah. I guess I'm S-O-L on that one. So. Yeah, well done, good uh, good uh, transition. Yeah, and, and that makes sense, because the only thing I was like, well, yeah, if there's some Slavs from, and that would be, that would be that would be my um, my black hole for 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 Slavs would be something in Czech or some mm. part of Poland that's probably closer to Germany, uh, because like kind of Balkan wise or Russian Ukraine wise, I'm like okay, I haven't I think I would have come across them by now and I and I have not. So mm. that is those are those are, yeah that's exactly. Uh, that's well, exactly so, why I knew I was in for in for trouble here, buddy. Hey, but you you know you did you did well with that first question. It was I'll 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 serve up some easier ones on my next. Okay, question. yeah, I get eighty percent of one point. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I was like, whoa, I'm at eighty percent of one. Um, okay, so um, I'll go in with my next questions, but first, just we'll throw some th things out because we are in the you know we're doing the pub trivia thing. So in in Slovenia. Uh, they have, you know, most countries have singular and plural. So Slovenia is different. They have dual. And I think they're either the only country in Europe or there's only two countries in Europe and Slovenia is one of them that dual. So, so beer is pivo, you know, pivo, you've got pivo and you got vino, beer and wine. So if you want one beer, it's no pivo. If you want three, four, a thousand, it's three or stiri. Stiri is four, three is three and it's piva. But if you just want two beers, then it's Dve PV. So you change, it's a case system like, I think all Slavic languages. So, so here it's like one beer, two beer, three beer. Usually it's a beer or beers, but here's like beer, dual beer and beers, which is, a, which is a little bit different. So I just thought I'd throw a little bit of beer trivia out. And can I tie that into my next question? Even though my next Boy. question is not about beer, Yes, hell yes, I can. So since we're talking Slovenian and Slovenian beer, we'll start, start out with uh, the next set of questions in Slovenia. So there's a Slovenian town of Idria. It's UNESCO protected. It has something in there that's UNESCO protected for an underground treasure, let's say. And to tie this into the beer, this uh, Crazy Duck Brewery is like 25 minutes drive from Idria. So it's huh. very close, very close by. So now what is what is in that underground part of Idria that's protected by UNESCO? Is it A, gold, B, mercury, C, coal, or D, the largest underground canyon in Europe? So town of Idria has something UNESCO protected underground, gold, mercury, coal, or largest underground canyon in Europe. Hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's uh, let's switch gears from things underground to above ground. We're going with which capital city has the highest concentration of Art Nouveau architecture in the entire world? Whew. Not the most buildings, but highest concentration. 
of okay. Art Nouveau architecture in the world. Because I think if 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 it was going to just be amount of buildings, I think I think that would be Paris. Although I'm not 100% correct, but Paris is not in our discussion. So is it a the capital of Slovenia, Ljubljana? B the capital of Ben's town, Prague, Czech Republic? C Riga, capital of Latvia? Or D Yerevan, the capital of Armenia? So highest concentration, hmm. Art Nouveau architecture, Ljubljana, Prague, Riga, or Yerevan. And the, to end my set of free questions, because uh, I do like talking movies and TV sometime, uh-huh. this country's mafia was immortalized over the course of seven seasons on the best TV show ever created, in the, at least in the 20th century. I love it. It's called The Shield. It was on hmm. FX. It was groundbreaking. If there was no Shield, there would be no there'd be no Breaking Bad and all these other things because it was the first show that ever came out that wasn't on HBO or Showtime that like pushed the envelope. Uh, so uh, there was a couple of seasons where this was the main focus of the show, and then it kind of they managed to keep coming back to it later on for for pretty much the entire seven series the shield was on so is that country's mafia a serbian mafia b armenian mafia c albanian mafia or d russian mafia hmm and and i am i'm trying to be honest when i'm thinking I'm 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 listing legitimate mafias here because like I mean it would be so terrible of me of like saying exactly. Slovenia like I can't have E Slovenian mafia because mm-hmm. I don't think there's a Slovenian mafia or there's certainly not one worth uh, worth talking about. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I I like that you're you're only listing plausible mafias. Uh, exactly. No, like some other questions might have implausible answers, but at least this one is like I'm I'm playing mm-hmm. by the rules here. Right. Yeah, you're no no like red herrings. Is it the Luxembourgian mafia? No. No. Like um, man, I heard those guys are like ruthless. <laughs> right. uh, exactly. and one one more thing to this uh for those of you especially would watch some foreign or indie films, the actress uh she's German actress but a lot of people have seen her in Run Lola Run. Her name's Franca Potente. She actually played the daughter of the mob boss in this hmm. in this tv show so she she like a lot of a lot of famous actors they'd come on for a half a season or a season to play a character so hmm. just uh you know just an extra fyi type of thing i wondered what happened to her after she did that run lola run then she was in one of the born movies with matt damon and then i guess she must have been in the shield for a bit okay. yeah and then i think she's probably done mainly a kind of more indie indie films yeah, right. i think or maybe german films the german movies yeah <clears throat> Okay, um, so so Ben, so let's 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 start with the first yeah. question, Idria, and and close okay. to my the beer I'm drinking. So I have a guess. Let's see though if uh, let's if anybody on Facebook has offered a guess on this one. Okay, now you know I'm having some problems on on Facebook here. I see there's 12 comments, but I'm only seeing four of them. Huh. Okay. And and and, and, so, and I'm and I and I am refreshing. So if you're watching okay. at home, yes, I am. I am refreshing. He's checking. That's and I don't get, I don't even get the option to like newest comments or most recent comments or anything like that. I just get weird. Yeah, exactly. It is what it is. Okay. Well, so here's my reasoning on this one. I know that in the general vicinity uh, of you know sort of southwestern Slovenia karst area, there are those two great caverns at Postojna and Skocian. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I don't think of them as being right by Idria. So I'm gonna guess that the UNESCO protected thingy is Mercury. You are correct, sir. All right. There you go. <laughs> but I've never I mean I know my Slovenia pretty well, but so there's can you tell me more about that? Like there's just this like a, a mercury mine or whatever the hell you get there. Okay, so there's a there's a mercury mining museum and you can go down mm. in the shaft and 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 have a tour of it. And I have not yet, and I really want to. I want to bring my kids mm. to that actually. Um and and to be honest, I believe this this UNESCO thing it's shared because there's a town in Spain, Almeden or Almedin. Sorry on the pronunciation. It also shares with, and they were the two biggest producers of mer- mercury. Um, and as I found out by going to the other part, which is the mercury. Um, uh, 
museum, which, so there's, there's a museum that you can go to in the old castle. That's a Mercury museum and lace. Cause you've seen Slovenian mm-hmm. lace probably. So Idria was the, is kind of the hub for lace making in Slovenia. So it's like one of the, it's like for sure the only museum in the world is like, we got half of it's mercury and half of it's lace. I mean, it's like, you know, yeah. peanut, peanut butter and chocolate and they somehow mi- mix together and taste great. Right. Um, one half is poisonous. The other half is frilly. What can we say? I don't know. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I, some, someone said, uh, you know, that, that, of course, they had so many people move there because it was, I mean, so many workers and so much money coming in. And then, and I don't know, like husbands would go down to the mines and the women would sit and start making lace. So, okay. Makes sense. Exactly. But um, yeah, so we've got mercury. Um, okay. Yeah, it's, so, it's 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 worth checking out. I was Idria for those of you who don't know Slovenia or Idria, it's really not next to anything. So you kind of have to go out. Of, it's not so far away, but you just have to go out of your way. And there's not much next to it, obviously, other than this brewery that I've mentioned. So um, um uh, yeah, it's it's if you're either if you're interested in either mercury or lace, then Idria definitely for you. All right. Um, okay. So then the next question was the capital city with the greatest concentration of Art Nouveau. Mm-hmm. And I hope this isn't just uh, like, quote, hometown pride, um, but I think that has to be Prague because literally mm-hmm. entire neighborhoods here are Art Nouveau neighborhoods. And I know, and I know there's some nice Art Nouveau in Riga um, too, for example, in Ljubljana, but I think just as the, the percentage of buildings that are Art Nouveau, I think it has to be Prague. Am I right or wrong? Your ego got the best of you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huh. Yerevan. No, I'm kidding. Of course, you knew it wouldn't be Yerevan because it's like all Soviet. So it is. It is Riga. It is. It is. It is, huh. it is Riga. And the last couple times I've been there, I certainly, I certainly know why. Because I think I've learned about this ten years ago or something like that after I'd been there a few times. And I remember going, yeah, there's some, you know, uh, nice Art Nouveau there. But there's a lot. There, there, mm-hmm. there really is. And I don't know. Maybe it's. Because, I'm guessing this, Ben. Sometimes if it's highest concentration, Riga seems a lot smaller than, than Prague. So, you know, it's like, if it's, if I think it's almost a third, nearly a third of the buildings there are Art Nouveau. And that's much easier when you're a much smaller, like center than than Mm -hmm. big city like Prague is to get, you know, to that concentration level. Interesting. Well, I have not been to Riga in a number of years. So, hey, a good reason to go back. Okay. Um, we had, we, it looks like on now, now I'm getting some updates. So it looks okay. like we had some other people that were going for Prague or oh, for, yeah. for Ljubljana. And Hey, look, those are, those are good answers. Cause the, if you've been here, you mm-hmm. know, there's some nice art nouveau here as well. Oh, and then Fran chimes in from Spain. Yes. Uh, Almadean is the city in Spain where we mine Mercury. So yes, that's why, that's why it's like twin cities or something like that. Nice. Um, okay, so so Nina's back with an answer on my on my uh, question about the mafia and the shield, and so I've got her answer, and I'm curious about your answer, and then I will I will give away the the correct. Answer. Yeah, I'm glad. Thanks, Ron, for chiming in with Almedine, and I'm glad Nina has a guess here because I honestly don't know. I've heard of this show, I've never watched it. Um, I am in a. My guess is Albanian, the Albanian mafia. You know that would be that would be a really that would be a really good guess, and I think Albanian mafia showed up in like one of the um, what's the Liam Neeson movies, like the Taken movies. Oh yeah, I think they were the mafia for a couple of those ones. And Nina chimed in with the with um, with Russian mafia, you know, which is mm-hmm. which is good too. And this is like almost Russian mafia because it was part of Soviet Union. It is the Armenian. Really? Mafia. Yes. Huh. And so the show takes place in Los Angeles, and even before I knew anything about. Europe and travel and Soviet Union, former Soviet Union uh, republics. I always knew there's a big Armenian population uh-huh. in, uh, in Los Angeles. And I don't really even know why I knew that. I just always knew it. And I didn't even know who Armenians were. I just was like, okay, for whatever reason, there's lots of Armenians living in Los Angeles. Um, so uh, Armenia is the correct answer. Huh. They, they ran a, in the show, they ran this thing called the money train where every, after collecting kind of all the dirty money, they, they went, they put it on this, on this kind of, on this train to, to go launder it and the dirty cops steal the money from the, from the money train. And that kind of affects the entire like set of characters for the whole seven episodes, whole se- seven huh. seasons of the show. So um, 
yeah, so obviously like Franke Potente, she's German and, but you know, whatever, you could, you can just get away with having a German play an Armenian. And there's actually some interesting music, like they go to, they go to one of these like Armenian clubs and they got the guy playing the, the Duke, I think it is, that kind of, mm-hmm. um, I don't know, like wooden clarinet instrument or whatever, mm-hmm. like the music is like, okay, that's, it all looked fairly legit, whether or not they had actual Armenian actors, who knows, but. Interesting. I insert kardashian joke here the most oh, famous yes. Val- armenian Val- Val- valerie does mention kardashian so oh, yeah. yes okay. I-, I figured if i had an armenian question and kardashians that would be so easy and i don't want to mm. give them any more publicity so I'm yeah to... exactly that makes sense and they are their own kind of mafia those kardashians as far as that's I can that's tell true anyway. yeah they might be separate from the actual armenian mafia <laughs> rivals maybe um brilliant okay well those were those were good questions i mean i i guess i only got the uh, mercury question right on that one so i'm i'm not batting to use an american metaphor uh that well in that case um but now i can stump people on my questions um i'll i'll offer my little you know fun factoid though that if we were all sitting together in a pub in Prague or somewhere in the Czech Republic, as I hope anyone who is listening will someday come and, and join me uh, for a drink in a pub here in the Czech Republic, we would probably be having some snacks, right? Um, and there's some kind of interesting, shall we say, typical Czech pub grub snacks. And uh, one of the classic ones is called Drowned Men, Utopensi is what it is in Czech, literally translates to drowned men. And what these are is like sausages, kind of like a bratwurst, which is that's marinated in in like a sweet sour vinegar, where you and the vinegar, it has like, you know, you'll put chili peppers in there and onions and like bay leaf and that kind of stuff. And so they're these like marinated pickled sausages, basically, are classic Czech pub grub. Um, another thing which uh, is sort of similar is this like um, marinated kind of pickled cheese called nakladani hermeline, which is hermeline is kind of like a, a brie or a camembert, so it's a soft cheese. And the same deal where it's like in this like this jar full of um, oil and mixed with peppers and onions, uh, and you just you know grab one of these marinated bits of um, of had a million of cheese and you have that with your utopensi with your drowned men sausages and then a classic bit of czech pub grub which is delicious and really really dangerous is called smajak and smajani seed which is fried cheese um this is just like a you know layer of hermeline some that same kind of brieish camembert sort of cheese um can be another to form too, though, which is like breaded and then deep fried. And then you just eat this thing and it's it goes immediately to your aorta. So just like go to the uh, go to the cardiologist as soon as you've enjoyed it. Um, the thing that I that makes me laugh though is that as a vegetarian, this is one of the typical things you are offered, like hey, do you have anything vegetarian on your menu? Ah, yes, we have fried cheese. And what is it, how's it typically served? It's usually like, if you get this as your vegetarian meal, it's fried cheese served with tartar sauce and French fries. Because who needs any actual vegetables in your vegetarian meal, right? Um, so uh, come come hang out with me at a Czech pub sometime and uh, we'll both try some uh, some fried cheese and then just take ourselves to the hospital immediately afterwards. Okay, sounds like a yeah. Hey, 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 if I if I'm going to the hospital in Prague because because of fried cheese and, and nothing else right now, I'm considering I'm calling out a win. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, like, yes. oh, it's like oh, thank God, it's just the fried cheese stuck in my stuck in my uh, arteries. Okay. <laughs> There's no vaccine against fried cheese. <laughs> um, and we, okay. we don't we don't we don't want to take that vaccine. We want to appreciate the goodness exactly. of that fried cheese. Yes, that's a disease we don't we we chose. Um, okay, so here's my next round of three questions. Um, a kind of history-ish question, first of all. Which of these countries was not a part of Hungary in 1918? Which of these countries was not a part of Hungary in 1918? A, 
Slovakia, B, Romania, C, Slovenia, D, Croatia, or E, Serbia. I'll say those again. A, Slovakia, B, Romania, C, Slovenia, D, Croatia, or E, Serbia. Okay. Think about that. That that that's a good one, and and I and I'm pretty good with this this part mm -hmm. of history, and even mm -hmm. even now I'm still got like well it's got to be one of these two, but I don't have a clear answer on which one it is. So very uh -huh. very good. Okay, um, okay. Quite next question: Which of these languages does not have its own alphabet? Okay, which of these languages does not have its own alphabet? A, Croatian, B, Georgian, C, Armenian, D, Moldovan, and E, Bulgarian. I'll give you your options again. A, Croatian, B, Georgian, C, Armenian, D, Moldovan, or E, Bulgarian. Okay. And then question number three, it's all another easy one. I'll make it true or false again. True or false, TV programs and movies in Poland are dubbed just by having one guy talk over the existing dialogue, which you can hear in the background. True or false, that's how, how TVs and movies are dubbed in Poland is by having one guy who just talks over the existing dialogue. Okay. okay. Um, <laughs> um, very, okay, this is this is a. This I know is you're going to get some uh, of these. I, I'm not. I know, but but even they're all like they're, they're still like a one one question mark in my mind on each like answer I give. So so first question like what part like 1918 what what country was not part of Hungary? So I know yeah. Slovakia and Romania were. Yeah. Uh, so let's, okay, all right. Well, let's see. Let's see if there's anybody on Facebook who has a guess on this yes. one. Yes. Okay, I'm looking at this. Uh, we've got some. Uh, I'm in. I. Uh, Melanie is. She'd be in heaven with fried cheese. And Jeremy's <laughs> like, hey, sounds like Czech. Uh, what is it? Put, put, Putin. Putin. Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sort okay. Of. Yeah. Probably like a less healthier version. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Worse. And and Sarah's chimed in on your true or false question. So, okay. Um, Interesting. Okay. So um, going through that first question, mm -hmm. I'm assuming it's it's I think it seems reasonable that the Prek Morje part of Slovenia could be part of Hungary. It could be reasonable that the Vojvodina part of Serbia could be part of Hungary. Uh -huh. Now I know that Croatia has a big long border with Hungary, but I don't I haven't heard I don't recall anyone like ever let's say talking about that or arguing that or you know hmm. like oh, they, they whatever. So the, all three of those have like some 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 kind of thing. It, it, it's if I'm gonna say I just think I I'm thinking it's Croatia because it's the 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 there's not a region there that I know of as like oh this used to be Hungarian until X time period. Um, huh. Now I'm guessing that I'm wrong and there's probably yeah, you. yes you are wrong. Um, it's the country you live in, my friend, Slovenia. Yeah was not part of Hungary, um, but like Croatia, actually, Croatia, a large chunk of inland Croatia was ruled as part of the Hungarian crown since the 11th century. So lots of Hungary or lots of Croatia actually was once part of Hungary uh, and Serbia, you were right there and that like that northern bit of Serbia, Vojvodina is part of Hungary. And of course, Slovakia, the entire all of Slovakia was part of Hungary. And what's now Transylvania, kind of a big chunk of Western Romania was part of Hungary, but Slovenia, was under uh was ruled from vienna so it was, so it was yeah part of, i guess uh, that's that's why that's that's why i went wrong is because you because you, obviously i knew they were all they were under uh, vienna the whole time it just it just seemed like but maybe that was more i'm thinking more maybe more second world war where it's like did that prec morier mm. region get taken over by get get taken over by the red army or something like that so i was mm. kind of thinking prec morier might have been part of hungary for them okay so Question five was was like which of those countries didn't have its own alphabet? Yeah, um, and I will now tell you, this is a trick question. 
Okay. There or um, there is a trick in the question or in okay. the answers. Okay. Well, the only thing that makes sense to me is D Moldovan. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Because, because when you meant when you said Croatian, mm-hmm. I think what you meant is like not the Croatian they use now, but this mm-hmm. Gogolica alphabet which yeah. they used. Yeah, up until like 150 years ago or something like that. Well, never even then, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, never. I mean, never. That never. Like, let's say, general and public, but just like yeah. you know, r- religious people and things like that. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you you got it because you know the southeastern Europe really well. But so people who who don't know this interesting little historical detail, um, Croatian obviously uses the Latin alphabet now, right? But back in the early Middle Ages, uh, there was a Croatian had its own separate alphabet and called Glagolica. And it's kind of, it's not exactly a forerunner to Cyrillic, but it was kind of an alternative alphabet for Croatian, which never really took off. Though some, you know, crazy nationalists uh, in the 1990s after Croatia became independent said, we need to make Glagolica the alphabet of Croatian again. Like that's going to do the country any favors. But anyway, so that's that was Thank God that didn't work. That that like no. referendum didn't like exactly. get a yes vote. Yeah, I know. Yeah. How, how great would it be to have you know th- this country of four million people? You turn up, uh, you're driving in from Slovenia or from Hungary, and suddenly everything's in a new alphabet. That would be ridiculous. But yeah, um, and not even in like the normal Cyrillic alphabet, which yeah, at exactly. least like you'd kind of use in, in a, quite a few other countries. So yeah, exactly. Um, well done, though. So yeah, the real answer is Moldovan, uh, even though. Croatian now uses the Latin alphabet. Um, okay, and so Sarah had a guess on the TV, how TV programs and movies are dubbed in Poland, true or false, by just having one guy talk over the existing dialogue, what'd she say? Yeah, she said true. I would think if we're talking, if, if I'm talking R- Russia from 20 years ago, then yes. And I guess it's been a while since I've watched Polish TV. All I could say is it's it's a sad state of affairs if that's, if that's still the case and. I gotta say it's false because I at least have more. I have faith in the polls that they're gonna like do that. They're gonna do better than that. So, so if I'm wrong, it's like only because I'm standing up for like my 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 Polish friends there. Nice, I, that's a noble a noble stand, and you are wrong, my friend. I mean, I don't know if this is if it's gained ground at all, but still, even when I was in Poland uh, in the summer, when I would click on the TV. It seems like most of the programs that are in foreign languages, they still have this guy called the lector. And it's, in my experience, almost always a guy. Maybe it's a woman sometimes too. But it's just, to me, the most distracting thing. Like you can, if you know the original language of the program, like if it's in German or English, you can, like I'm trying to listen to that to catch what they're really saying. Because then there's just some guy who in this monotone is kind of reading like, and then it is time for to go get to the witnesses for the trial. Where are the witnesses right now? They are in the jail. Oh my God, that is terrible. My mother was killed yesterday. And that's like, that's, that's what it's like listening to this dubbing in Poland. So sadly, wow. I think they're still stuck with that. Wow, that is that is sad. Well, um, yeah, that was my case, I think, most of the time watching Russian TV years ago. But I would say I will say this, even though it, it was horrible, the first the first, was episode one of the Star Wars movie. So the ones that the, the trilogy that came out like 20 years ago. At least even though it was total garbage, at least Luca Lucas when he when he gave when he let all the other countries have it. He was like, you have to dub this like totally spot on. So I went to go see that episode in St. Petersburg with my dad and the woman we were doing a homestay with. And it was just like each character had their own, just like you'd, just like any like real, you know, like a dubbing thing, like every character had their own voice or whatever. And I was like, this was like the, like they probably spent the most money ever, like in the Russian dub factory or whatever on that movie. <laughs> and they're like, okay, now everyone's going to be unemployed again. Cause we just need that one dude to do all the other movies. Was this the movie that had Jar Jar Binks in it? Yes. Now, now I wish, I wish I like would have you know secretly recorded that part and just be like, here's what Jar Jar Binks sounded like in Russia 20 years ago, Uh and I'm sure that's probably on the internet somewhere. Mm -hmm. I I can't imagine that it was any less of a catastrophe in Russian. Maybe it was than in than in English, but it was pretty horrifying in English. That is like, come on, guys, let's let's stand pathetic okay so I, I want to introduce something that's not pub grub but that is very good so because what 
hey, if there wasn't lockdown and all this stuff, I, I think I could have come up and been like, oh, here's this Bobitsi corn soup. And here's here's some here's some Fuji pasta with goulash or truffles, just like we, you know, I would get here. And here's the nice prosciutto plate. And, but hey, you know, come on, I'm kind of limited. But what I'm not limited to is this is this is you're thinking, oh, it looks like ice cream. And it is. Slovenia has this amazing thing called pumpkin seed oil. And a lot of people have tasted it on salad. And some people even kind of dip their bread in it. And it's got this really, it's got a really dark green color, very nutty flavor. And I tell people, yeah, it's, it's good for cream and toasted roasted pumpkin seeds on top and it is like the best dessert so even though this is not really like the dessert that you would probably get in my region of slovenia this is like as they say in slovenia top shit so it is something something to behold so if you get a hold of some pumpkin seed oil and i think you can get get a hold maybe in whole foods or some places get some straight up vanilla ice cream don't get some ben and jerry's 20 flavors crap and mm. um and try it out mm. it is so good wow making me so that's my pub grub but it's my dessert pub grub, even mm. though it, if you found this in a pub in Slovenia, then you'd be going to that pub every, every, every time for, for, to go drinking. I would say that would be like a keeper. Don't, don't, don't stray from that. Okay. Um, I think I'm going to carry on with some, some questions here. Now, hold on a sec. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta cue this up for the folks at home. Because, you know, when I'm thinking of all these questions and things and people know I like films and stuff, I have to include. I've got to include some James Bond trivia here. Nice. Okay, I mean, how could we not? I mean, hell, they shoot that everywhere in the world. So this is not a multiple choice. This is like, I'm going to give you four movies and four locations and you got to match it up. So it's a little bit more, you know, you got to take notes at home if you're listening on this one, because it's a little bit more uh, complex than, than other ones. So I'm going to ask for the settings or locations for each of these four movies. And I will say this, the movie could be set there. It doesn't mean it was actually filmed there. I don't know. Right. I'll get to some of that trivia a little bit later when I reveal answers. Oh, and bonus points. You want some bonus points? Then give me the theme song. Who performed mm -hmm. the theme song? Don't don't like sing it or anything. Just tell me who, who performed it. So uh, four movies we have on tap are all the Bond movies from Russia with Love. And sorry, sorry, Goldfinger and Honor Majesty's Secret Service. Those are fantastic. From Russia with Love just inches it out just a little bit. And it's got the original Bond in it, so you can't really go wrong there. So we have from Russia with Love. Then we have what could have been. An all-time great Bond movie, except for Denise Richards. World is not enough. Then we have Casino Royale, which was, if you're a Bond film, like, thank God, after Die Another Day, and that was like just the bottom of the barrel, that we got a nice rebound with Casino Royale. And we'll go a little Roger Moore, and actually one of Roger Moore's better Bond movies, For Your Eyes Only. So, From Russia With Love, World is Not Enough, Casino Royale, and For Your Eyes Only are the four Bond movies. And here are the settings, locations. We have A, Greece. Remember, this is you're matching them up. A, Greece. B, Yugoslavia and Istanbul. Like it's a two for one, so you can't go wrong there. Azerbaijan and D, Montenegro. So those are your four movies and your four settings for the Bond movies. Greece, Yugoslavia slash Istanbul, Azerbaijan and Montenegro. So I will go. I will go back to that. Uh, I will go on with a couple more multiple choice questions, and then we'll come back and review all these. Nice. Okay. So, uh, and these were sent in by some uh, friends of mine who live in other countries, uh, and I'm gonna say thank you very much uh, to my my friends uh, in the Balkans for this. So we have a qu first question here, and multiple choice. We're back to multiple choice. Is Skanderbeg, the uh, national hero of Albania, he allied with whom to fight against the Ottomans? Did he align with A, the king of Naples, B, the Byzantine emperor, or C, the Borgia family? So national hero of Albania aligned with king of Naples, Byzantine emperor, or the Borgia family to fight against the Ottomans in Albania? Borgia family, the Borgia family, okay. Sorry, sorry. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna have some mispronunciations there. That's okay. 
and hmm. we also have uh, kind of staying in the same region. Someone I think most people know, not personally, Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa was born in which city in the Balkans? A, Tirana, Albania. B, Ohrid, Macedonia. C, Ioannina, Greece. Or D, Skopje, Macedonia. So Mother Teresa, mm. born in Tirana, Ohrid, Ioannina, or Skopje. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. And I don't know. Can I get in a? Can I get in a? Can I sneak in a fourth one in here too? Sure. Okay. So, which country's most famous king is actually a queen? Which country's most famous king is actually a queen? A. Poland. B. Czech Republic. C. Georgia. Or D. Bulgaria. Hmm. Well, I got to say, some of these are pretty hard, but that's okay, because I was certainly serving up some hard ones, too. Um, I now I love the first question with the Bond movies, because um, I once at Pub Trivia in Seattle, it was when Quantum of Solace, the second Daniel Craig Bond movie came out. Mm -hmm. I uh, won the entire evening and won some some Quantum of Solace merch. So Ooh, nice. I'm a total a total Bond fan, um, and I know all these answers. And I can even start singing songs. But let's see if anybody on Facebook uh, uh, oh. raised their hand with some okay. answers on these. N Nina's Nina's got Casino Royale mm -hmm. in Montenegro and mm -hmm. the best best villain with um, mm, yeah. Lods uh, Mickelson and he was yeah. he was he was fantastic. He was Let's good. face it, if that movie if that movie didn't kick ass as much as it kicked ass, I don't even know if we'd have Bond anymore. Like they really <laughs> needed they really needed that uh -huh. movie to like let's let's get the franchise back on track. So so I will say yes. Nina, you are correct and Ben was 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 um Casino Royale um and Montenegro your uh, your pick. Indeed, indeed. But okay. so set in Montenegro, obviously, but not filmed there. Sorry, okay. Ben. Uh, you're, you, okay. I, I froze up or you froze up. So well, yeah, there was some what freezing we, there. I don't know. What do we have for um, from from Russia with love? What are we, what are we going on that one? That is Istanbul and Yugoslavia. Yes, that is that yeah. is that is correct. Uh, you, Yugoslavia, I don't think they actually filmed it here. They, mm. Some of it was supposed to take place in Belgrade and Zagreb, mm -hmm. and then somewhere in Istria near the Italian border. And and I checked on filming locations, and it didn't look like they filmed it there. Istanbul is obviously Istanbul. Yeah. And the song, of course, is from Russia with Love, sung by Matt Monroe, yes. and and written oddly. I can give you this fact too by Lionel Bart, who was really popular back in sixty. Uh, what was the sixty three when this movie came out? Because that the musical Oliver, I think, had also just come out, and he wrote the musical Oliver, so he was really big. Boom! There's some nerdy trivia wow, for you. Wow! Wow! Now, do you have the do you have the theme song? Do you know who performed theme song for Casino Royale? Yeah, that was Chris Cornell. Okay, you know my okay. name. All right. Yeah, yeah. that would that could be a tricky one because it's not like mm. someone you're like, here's the people who probably perform Bond, you know, right. not someone from the Seattle scene. You're probably you're <laughs> thinking. Yeah. Um, and then the world is not enough with uh, with the one of the world's greatest thespians, uh, Denise Richards, as Dr. Christmas Jones. That was set in Azerbaijan, partly. I don't know where they actually filmed that that bit i don't think they filmed it no, they, they, fi they, fi they filmed some of it at least they filmed no, they those 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 uh, oil wells no there. they did okay yeah i don't know i don't know if like all the other action scenes there were filmed in azerbaijan yeah or not, but can't imagine um and that theme song is by garbage that is uh, the world is not enough yeah uh and then a movie i remember well when it came out because i was uh, nine when it came out, and that is for your eyes only. Set and filmed in Greece, famous famous scenes at the Meteora Monastery, and the the theme song by Sheena Easton. 
Yes, and Sheena Easton, before she was, like, all glammed out and tricked out by Prince, like, you know, before she looked like she was part of Prince's harem. Uh, when she was, like, the innocent, the innocent Sheena, right. the, inno the innocent, like, young Scottish singer or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah, I think part of the movie was also filmed in Corfu. Yeah. The island of Corfu, because when I was researching wineries on Corfu in the last year, there was like, hey, our wine and winery was featured in. And I was like, no shit. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> that's, a, that's a calling card, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, that was super fun. Man, I, we could have we could have like uh, James Bond uh, trivia aspect of Central and Eastern every time we do this. And maybe the we should just. Freezing again. Okay, are you back now? There was yep, I'm, I think I'm back. Okay, so let's go to Albania, Albania's national hero. Who did he? Yeah. Who did he align with? I mean, I have a guess. Did anybody? There's no other guesses on Facebook on this one. No, there's not. Because I'm guessing okay. this is one of those things. Yeah. Now, now I'll just let's, you know, let's kind of give everyone a hint at the last minute. Sarah should get this one. That would be. Oh, uh, uh, really? Okay. So I was gonna. Uh, Sarah yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. I mean, which well, that could be either, but so I mean, I um, oh. it could I suppose it could be the Borgias, but I was going to guess the King of Naples, um, who was also the King of Spain for much of this time. But uh, oh. but it was it, 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 it is it is, a, it is the King of Naples. Oh, it is it's okay. Naples. Nice. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, because okay. I know very little about that part of Italy, and of course, since I have been in Albania, even whatever reading my books doesn't give me too much insight mm -hmm. into things like this. So yes answer on that one a king of naples nice okay i got lucky um now mother Teresa, i remember being in macedonia and in fact i remember being in skopje and i think they have like even like a church where she worked for a while so is she was she born in skopje that's correct yeah all right I, I think she's known for and almost claimed by Albania because I think she didn't mm -hmm. work there. And that's what I was gonna say. It's like almost like a trick question. If you if you knew something about her history, you might think like, oh, she's connected to Albania, and she is, but born in 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 Skopje. So I I even I think she might be ethnically Albanian. I might be wrong on that one, um, but yeah, I know I know that she has like these Albanian connections too. Yeah, and because yeah, you're right. I don't really know. Yeah, I have no idea what her ethnicity is or like what her real name is, which could mm -hmm. give us a hint as well. Um, so yes, we've we've got to we've got to we've got to get a little going on our on our Mother Teresa trivia. You know, we got to know a little bit more about that. I think her birth name was Mother Teresa when she was a little tiny kid. She was like, <laughs> "Let's just call her Mother Teresa." Anyway, <laughs> she's gonna be a big time nun someday. Anyway. Um, okay, uh, and then uh, we had the country's most famous king yeah. is actually a queen, and no, not that type of queen. Yeah, right. So I was trying to remember this one, I, and I had to do the process of elimination. Um, and I think there was some big time famous Georgian queen whose name I can't now remember, but I think it started with a T or something like that. So it was the answer Georgia? That is correct. Yes. All right. Boom. Tamara. Tomorrow. Queen Tamara or King or King Tamara. Yeah, huh. she actually, um, I don't know if you've been to Vardzia, the cave city that's kind of in the mm -hmm. south, mm -hmm. southern part near the Armenian border. Yeah, that's where uh, she was from. I think there's one of the churches or monasteries in the cave city there has a portrait mm -hmm. of her. So yeah, she was, she was the queen slash king of the Georgian Golden Age. Nice. Uh, so yeah, uh, to be honest, you know, there, there could be, I'm, I'm assuming there could be another queen that was like referred to as king, uh, but that one is for sure I know, uh, uh, King Tamara from Georgia, or King, nice. I think sometimes they write her as King Tamar, and then Queen Tamara, or Tamara and her and her family name, and then when they refer to her as king, they refer to her just as Tamar and drop the A. Well, girl power, there you go. Um, brilliant, well, I mean, we've been going an hour. I'm thinking, uh, should we should we call it good for this uh, particular uh, trivia episode? Well, you know what? I've got yeah. I know you've got more, and I've got more. But I'm hoping people people had uh, had a real good time with this, and they tune in for more. Yeah, because um, yeah, I think we can we can do kind of part two of trivia uh, in the not too distant future, uh, and save 
you know, because otherwise I got to like slave away at coming up with, you know, all these obscure questions, which are not by your standards are not that obscure (laughs) compared to what you what you're dishing out, buddy. (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'll next time I will uh, I'll uh, do some easier ones. Um, no, this is this is this is good. I think it represents your your like knowledge and interest very well. Mm, nice. Um, well, great idea, Andrew, and some fantastic questions. I had a really great time, and thanks to everybody who was listening and played along. And some of you guys had uh, did some great job with the answers. So thanks for listening, and I hope everybody who listens uh, not live when it's recorded, I hope you enjoyed it and learned something too. Yeah, and definitely, uh, you know, send us in if you if you like actually if you actually bothered to keep score. Like, you should mm. get a prize for actually just like who cares if you got everything wrong. If you bothered to actually keep score and like not Google it, you should get a prize. In fact, if you actually went and Googled to try to find all the right answers, like you know, I think you should get a prize too. We just mm. don't know what the prize is yet. But yeah, let's <laughs> let's definitely do this again. Uh, uh, so. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, if you're, uh, w- This will be a podcast. This will be up on our normal podcast channel in the next uh, day or so. But, of course, it will be residing on Guide Collective and also on the Eastern Approaches Facebook page. So um, uh, we'll be back next, next Wednesday. We'll have a new episode, a new podcast audio-only episode up like we normally do. So until then... Um, yeah, work on the trivia. And if you've got some ideas for trivia or you got some ideas for topics, we'd love, we'd love to hear them. So you can comment on Facebook. You could send us a, a message through Facebook, uh, or you can go to, to Ben's, Ben's blog or to savertheexperiencetours.com and send us an email that way. However, we'd love to get your input and talk about things that you're interested in talking about. Thanks everybody. Dobronots. Good evening. Good night from Prague. Lock on out. Ciao, ciao. Thanks. Bye.